This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rays looking to take two of three from the Reds at home. Parks and Recreation Day at the Trop. Malik Smith came into this one riding an 11-game hitting streak. He was up in the fourth inning with the Rays already in front two to nothing. Smith, left-handed batter. Hit one right over the third baseman's head for a base hit his first time up, and he rips this one into right field. Shebler's got it. Robertson will score from second base. The throw back into Jeanette. And Jeanette will just hold on to the baseball, and it's 3-0 Rays. Left-hander Jose Alvarado coming into the ball game for the Rays. The hard-throwing left-hander. Coming on for the 20th time, he is 0-2 with a 5.29 ERA. 17 innings, 14 hits, 6 walks, 11 strikeouts. Now Scott Shebler hit a long home run to left center in the 5th, his 20th of the year, and now hopeful of coming out with a big two-out hit. And with the walk to Suarez, it moves the tying run into scoring position. And Kevin Cash, a raise manager, not happy because he's not happy with a hope for expectation that Alvarado will end the inning. Apparently, will get somebody back up and throwing again. Here's Devin Mesoraco 0 for 2. So the Reds spotted him a 3 0 lead and trying to come back as they did on the Reds last night with runners in scoring position entering this game with only three hits. Sucre sends out the sign, and Alvarado sends in the pitch. Struck him out swinging, and the inning is over. Got him with a breaking ball down. Side retired, but the Reds inch a run closer. They lead three, but as we head to the bottom of the six, it's now 3-2 Rays on the Cincinnati Bell Reds radio network. Left-hander Wendy Peralta coming out of the Reds' bullpen as he comes on for the 32nd time here in 2017. A 3-1 record, 3.19 ERA for Peralta. Two out. That pitch is taken for a strike, and it's one ball, one strike on Corey Dickerson. Lined into shallow center, and that's a hit. Here comes the runner, and they score on a two-out single by Dickerson. And they get the two-run lead back. We talked and talked and talked about how this guy can hit left-handed pitching, and he does it again. Right now, Tampa Bay is doing what the Reds have not been able to do for the most part all day, and that's get big hits with two out. Steven Souza Jr. Here's a smash base hit into center field. Another run is going to come around, and another big two-out hit for the Tampa Bay Rays, who now enjoy a 5-2 lead. One ball and no strikes. Another left-handed bat for the edification of Wandy Peralta and Logan Morrison. And that one is hit into right center field. They're chasing, and they won't get it. That'll bring two more runs in. And it is now 7-2 to two in favor of Tampa Bay. 
The Rays go on to win it 8-3. They take two of three in the series. Trevor Plouffe, who joined the club on Tuesday, went deep in the fourth for his eighth homer of the year. Steven Souza Jr. was three for five with two RBIs. The Reds lose the series and have now dropped nine of ten overall. After the game, Brian Price spoke about the loss. Yeah, it was just it was a, it was a lot of pitches for five innings of work. You know, I thought he I thought he had pretty good stuff. He had a really good uh, two seam fastball. He had some called third strikes on the right handers, bringing it back on the outside corner. Um, that that pitch has really evolved this year. I think it's going to be a, a, a big help to him. Um, but he did throw a lot of pitches. You know, he had to throw a lot of pitches to get his outs, and, and it just made sense there after five. Only giving up three runs, but there had been some, some base pass have been traveled fairly well. I think he had you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of about uh, 11 or 12 base runners over the course of that time. So um, it was a good time to get him out. With the relievers, is there any worry about overwork or overuse? I, mean, I know you've, you've had to use them quite a bit. Yeah, you know what? It's it's the thing that we've been able to do is is spread it out. You know, it, it's uh, there's been gaps for Lorenzen and and Iglesias of three or four days, and then there's a period of four days where they're in two games and hot in another one. Uh, you know, there's it, it, it tried to stay away from using guys three days in a row. It's on a rare occasion it's happened. Um, so, but everyone's getting a lot of work. Usually, you'll have a length guy that may not pitch for a while, which was the case when Reed and and uh, and Stevenson were up, uh, but now it seems like everybody's in the mix. You know, so Bryce is a regular. You know, he's getting a more regular work, and certainly with Storen and Singrani and, and and the whole group is nobody's you know getting a lot of regular rest. And I, I don't know if it's it's critical at this point, um, but we'd like to see certainly like to see a lot more six seven inning outings and. Truth be told, I mean, you know, we're, we're starting to talk about six inning outings as being successful, you know, and, and maybe the game's evolving, it's changing that way where you decide the last nine outs will be, get, you know, knocked down by your bullpen. But I still, you know, still am a believer that, man, if you got guys that can pitch deep in the game, you're, you have a fresh bullpen to finish the game off with when you need them. So I, I'm a, a big fan, and, and I have to, I'll always believe in that as long as I'm here, I know, as, as trying, trying to build a rotation of guys that throw, you know, 200 plus innings. Tim Adelman took the loss on the hill. He falls to four and four. He went five innings, allowing three earned runs on seven hits. He did strike out seven, and he spoke after the game. It's really important. It's uh, what, it's what winning teams do. So that's my goal every time out is to, is to go in as deep into the game as possible. And uh, today didn't do that. But uh, one thing to take away from it is didn't really have great stuff today. Had a couple bad breaks, and uh, the team still had a chance to win when I came out. Uh, as you hinted, I mean, obviously we want to go deeper, but if, if you feel like you got maybe like your C game that day and the team still has a shot to win, that's that's kind of something you can uh, you can take away as far as the positive goes in a, in a game like today. The uh, you said your stuff wasn't quite there. Was the walks kind of a result of not feeling confident in some of your stuff? And... I think the walks were a, a result of um, some mechanical stuff that I've been going through. Just been rushing to the plate just a little bit instead of driving the ball down through the zone. Uh, but today, uh, we had a ball go off the catwalk that was otherwise a pop-up to the catcher. And uh, so that led to a walk and then missed a, a swing on a two and two pitch that, that led to a walk. So certainly I got to pitch better and, and, and that's the, the, the chief reason for the walks. But definitely got to get a couple things to go your way and, and uh, didn't get that today. The Reds have an off day on Thursday before visiting the Nationals Friday. Luis Castillo will be on the bump in the series opener against Steven Strasburg.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.